When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Snap out of it! Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at My Talk 1071. Dot com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to open up her very own strawberry shortcake store, ladies and gentlemen, she's Ooh. our purple, she's our purple pie woman, 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 <laughs> woman. That's <laughs> ladies, right, ladies and gentlemen, Alexis Thompson. <laughs> Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, Bunny. I need those scent refills. You, you do. Know. I, oh, I got to get one shortcake for smell. I know. Mm, good morning, Don McLean. <laughs> good morning. And good morning to Kenny. Well, howdy. Well, howdy. And good morning to all of you on this Wednesday, June 10th, 2020. 6.03 is the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to midweek. Welcome to a cloudy day, but who cares? Welcome to National Egg Roll Day. Welcome to National Ballpoint Pen Day. Welcome to National Black Cow Day. That is a drink that my grandmother loved. It's a... I. It's a, what is that? I, I think it's um, oh, not root beer and ice cream, but it's uh, I'll I'll click on it when we're done. But she used oh. to make that for me. National Herbs and Spices Day, hi KFC. National Iced Tea <laughs> Day, and welcome to your uh, very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Well, she's not drinking a root beer float, but she is drinking some sort of coffee beverage. Alexis, how is oh, yeah. your coffee? I am definitely drinking coffee. Some Italian roast black, warm, delicious, mm. must must needed. Yeah. Much needed. There we go. <laughs> it's a must. It's all right. You know what I mean. I know what you it's mean. It's very girl. good. Don McLean? Yes, I have some tea. It's a uh, charming conscientious and courteous today as always in sleeveless yeah. looking fabulous oh thanks it's a little oh. cold for today i didn't know it was going to be fine. this way kenny is also sleeveless probably pantsless how's your coffee kenny uh my coffee grittier than a tom Waits song more tawdry <laughs> than a may west movie and more satisfying than a wink and nod from a lady in a white 56 ford thunderbird oh yeah wow. kenny all right well, that was about the best answer I've heard in a long time. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, mine is Yours? Yeah. Uh, mine is wondrous, and mine is fantastical. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Uh, National Black Cow Day on uh, June 10th each year recognizes an ice cream float beverage, also known as the root beer float. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Yeah. The beverage made with root beer and vanilla ice cream was also called a black cow. It was originally made with, a, with vanilla ice cream, but sometimes it's made with chocolate ice cream or even plain cola originally. Okay. Oh. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was invented way back in 1893. Uh, a dude named Frank J. Wisner of of Cripple Creek, Colorado. Try saying that three times. Oh, ooh. yeah. Um, Colo- ooh, yeah, no, that we could get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, right. if we said it too fast. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So there we go. Yeah, oh, he, it's he also a Steely Dan song. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, that's the first thing I thought of when you said that. Oh, really? Steely, Steely Dan. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Lexa, oh. how you doing? And not a lot just, of how's uh, not a lot of sleep. I can. I oh can sense. yeah, no, I. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, depends on the day. You know, with the little guy, he's kind of running things right now. But um, uh, but yeah, no, he. I, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about the root beer float that you were talking about, yeah. but with this new Pepsi, pineapple Pepsi. Do you think that oh. would be good with ice cream? Okay. Is this the pineapple Pepsi? Is that a real thing? It is real. It became really popular in Japan. And then now it's here. You can get it at Walmart, I guess. Really? I'm thinking that might actually taste kind of good with some ice cream. I... I, I might have general, to does that my, not sound good? Oh, but, oh, you I know, might have to check my conscience, but that that sounds, uh, I'm not sure yet, but it sounds highly offensive to me. <laughs> does it? But no, but, uh, I, th- I think it might be. Uh, but Lex, I immediately <laughs> thought of, because I had just said chocolate ice cream, I'm thinking of vanilla ice cream, the vanilla yeah. and the pineapple. Right. Like a like a uh, whip. It uh, might be like a Dole Whip. Pineapple Whip, yeah. The Dole Whip at, the, at Disney World. Uh, you know, and a little yeah. cold. Okay, I'm going to. Might be kind of good, guys. Pineapple, Pepsi. Let me see what it looks like. Because it's available now. Uh, they also this adds to the lineup. You know, they have lime, berry, and mango, and then they also have some Pepsi Cafe, so like coffee flavored. I haven't tried mm. any of that, but it has double the mm. caffeine. Uh, oh. oh yeah, I see the original bottle from Japan. Uh huh. Um, and then now there's the. You can buy um, like in it like a, a, an eight pack. You can get it now, I guess. Well, they have to do something because, uh, you know, cola sales have been dropping year after year after year after year. So they have to come up with some new flavors and uh, healthier options because consumers just don't want pop like they used to. Um, mm-hmm. uh, oh, oh, speaking of now, I cl- I, I'm going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. So other other sodas from Japan includes Mountain Dew Violet. And this is Ooh. this Ooh. is of uh, Mountain Dew with grape flavor. Uh, oh, so okay. that's also um, an import from Japan. Don't know that if that sounds like Dimetap or you know some kind of medicine. I, I was just going to say <laughs> that does sound that does, does sound I heard medicinal. That word since I don't know when <laughs> Dimetap. Oh, and then Fanta. Remember those annoying oh. Fanta commercials from like yeah. ten years ago? They were catchy though, Jace. They were, but oh, and then they then they got into the movie theaters. Don, do you do you no. remember those Fanta commercials? Uh-uh. Oh gosh! I they, bet if I, you pulled one up, I could. Yeah, of course I could as well. I don't know if I've ever it's kind had... of go go dancer. Yes, and, and then yes. there were ones, and yeah. I don't know if I've ever drank a Fanta in my life. Oh, there's some in, oh, in yeah. MC's fridge right now. Oh, really? Orange Fanta? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just the plain oh. orange. Yeah, I've had it. Yeah. Oh, they were called the Fantanas, Lex. The fan, oh, uh, the, the Fantana, okay. Fantanas. Fan, fan, 
Fantastic Fantanas. <laughs> Thank you. What what Dawn said. <laughs> I think the you both haven't Fantanas. had much sleep. No, we haven't. <laughs> you had girls' you night too, on Tuesday. No, no, I actually, we moved it to today. Oh, okay. Because today is the first day. I, I forgot to put this on the sheet. Today is the first day that restaurants can open their dining rooms. Right. So right we, at 50% capacity, at, right? Yeah. So they moved it to today. I mean, I'm sorry. We moved girls' night to today. Uh, to celebrate that, but you know, I was I was not surprised. I was telling Colin um, that a few restaurants that I expected to open right away, they are being cautious and they are waiting. They're not going to be opening right away. Um, and Kim's um, uh, restaurants are not going to open right away. Spoon and Stable's not opening. Um, Zenbox is still going to concentrate on a takeout for a little while. So and. I don't blame them. There's a there's a thought process too. I mean, they found out about this on Friday. That's not a lot of time to turn this around quickly, mm, you know, to because right. uh, they were only getting supplies for takeout. You know, there's a whole ch- supply chain issue yeah. that people have to think about. Yeah, like, hey, you have four days, four business days to figure this out. Well, well think about it. I mean, how long has mm-hmm. we been? Eleven weeks, twelve weeks of the pandemic, uh, as far as quarantining. All the food that were in the freezers with these restaurants, they had to get rid of. You saw a a, a rush of donations right after the closures were announced. Well, the freezers are still empty. I mean, they, you know, they they don't have the supplies like they did back in February. Sure. They have to replenish those. So it'll be, I'm going to be curious. I'm sure there'll be a roundup. Smarch may do it of the restaurants that decided to open today, but no matter if they open or not, I wonder if they're going to have pineapple Pepsi. You didn't, <laughs> yeah, Lex, you I, didn't try this. You haven't tried this yet, have you? Did I miss it? No, you haven't tried this yet. No, okay. I just saw that. But I, in general, I'm, I'm kind of purist when it comes to yes, that. You are. I do like cherry flavored, but that's kind of about it. I like vanilla, but I like an old fashioned vanilla Coke that you used to get at restaurants. Mm. I don't like the canned vanilla Coke. Kenny, you know, like a diner, you know, they used to have a vanilla flavoring that they used to pour into the Coke, like a homemade vanilla Coke. I can see the red Formica, the red stools. Yes. I can see the chrome uh, utensils, but I've never had a vanilla Coke. Wh- Ever. Ever? Ever. <laughs> you don't want to, <laughs> do you? I don't. No. Oh, I no. love a vanilla And I was Coke. purposely keeping my... Um, sacrilegious mouth shut when it comes to pineapple anything oh gross <laughs> the worst fruit god ever invented what what a mistake he oh, made oh wow. no 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 yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> that's why i kept my mouth shut because it's too early to argue especially about pineapple, pineapple. yeah that's very true <laughs> no, pi- i would say it's my favorite like strawberries and pineapple are my favorite i'm with you except on pizza now that's that oh. should be oh, illegal no, i'll eat that no pineapple and Pizza should be illegal. Ah. That I'm is go with the live and let live when it comes to pineapple. <laughs> Here's before we take a break. You know, I'll play this ad movie a little bit later. But no, Lex, do you like pineapple on pizza? Um, I don't order it myself. No, yeah, I don't. Know. I, I'm but, the only but one. if it's on, if it's on there, I'll eat it. You know, oh, I mean, but I but I wouldn't choose it. What about uh, on hill? Because we're a house divided when it comes to pineapple. We're, oh, we're, he loves uh, pineapple too. 
Oh, we yeah, both do. Right. I do. I love. I'm with Lux. I yeah. Love Sorry, Katie. You're. Oh, don't worry. There's, there's plenty of other things that we yeah. disagree on. That's exactly. Uh, six twelve. <laughs> six twelve is the time. Listen to rewards in June. You can win a chance. Uh, there's a listen for a chance rather to win five hundred dollars from AARP. This and more. Just sign up for listener rewards on our website and just click on listener rewards. Six thirteen. Back after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning. A message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Invasion of the This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Um, there it is. There's the uh, wanna wanna fanta fanta. Yeah, there's the. Uh, that was exhausting. They were fun. That was 2004. Uh, that that promo campaign ran, and they had various versions of that. That would get very old after a while, but that was fun for about a day. And then, yeah. and then it kind of went. I liked it. You did like it? Yeah, yeah you were dancing I only over there. I heard it once. Yeah. So. Yeah. You hear it a couple times and it's, <laughs> right. then it starts to wear on you. Right. Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. On this Wednesday, as Kenny said, uh, look outside. What it is is what it is. <laughs> this is not going to get any better. Oh, yep. boy. <laughs> this is it. I wore the wrong outfit. You look great, though. Oh, thanks. I mean, you do look like you're going out to a sunny patio, but uh, <laughs> which there's neither of that today. Nope. Uh-huh. Thanks. <laughs> Lexi and your PJs, girl. What are you? What are you wearing? Um, I do change every day. I try to, you know, get. But oh, I, I, I am in a t-shirt you. and comfy pants, nice. so I guess they could be considered a, you know, pajama-like. <laughs> no, it's fine. Katie's wearing Last nothing. Last night, though, the rain was really, uh, really powerful. It did it rain a couple times? Yeah, here it did. Oh, I missed it. Very oh, heavy rain. Just, just barely here in South Minneapolis. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I didn't hear it at all, but I now see that makes sense. Did it storm Lex or was it just rain? Oh, it was storming. Yeah. It okay. Was, yep. Well, that uh, now I can connect the dots because when we went to bed, um, usually I, I come out of the restroom and the dogs are on the bed and mm-hmm. I look at them. They're both, you know, Colin has a light on reading and I'm like, uh, boys, what are you doing? Daddy needs to get into bed. <laughs> and, and usually when I say time to go to bed, both of the boys jump down. Well, yesterday, Biggie jumps down and which is rare. Usually Biggie digs in and is like, bitch, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but Biggie jumped right down. Dexter, I got into bed and Dexter would not get down. And and then he just laid at the foot of the bed, at, on the foot of our bed. And I thought, and Colin said he was hearing noises, which is usually a train because we have train tracks right by our um, condo. But now this makes sense because Dexter hates thunderstorms. They know it's coming. Yeah, yeah, he hates it. So he would not leave our side. So, okay, now that all makes sense. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And if 
beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And now I get it. Okay. Sorry, yep. Dex. Yeah, because he was freaked out this morning when I woke up, too. Uh, now, I just played the Fanta jingle, a uh, little music there for you. We have more music news from an uh, from yeah. an unsuspecting place, right, Lex? We do. <laughs> There's a new MC in town, and that's yeah. the Dalai Lama. <laughs> what? His Holiness will release his debut album July 6th, which is also his 85th birthday. It's called Inner World. And he'll be, he's reciting mantras and prayers over a musical background. I think we've got some to play. We do. Take a listen. Uh, I feel like compassion. I, I should uh, be like Casey Kasem here. Coming in at number two is Compassion by the Dalai Lama. <laughs> My gosh, I can see some pot smokers really getting into that. Oh yeah, that's really nice though. What are you saying, Don? If this, if the, uh, (laughs) if the show starts to go down the crapper today, we should just start playing that on repeat. Let's just do that and calm everybody down. Wow, very soothing. That is. How do I find that, Lex? Where did you find that? iTunes. Um, yeah, iTunes. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) YouTube music, iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole album will be available July sixth, but right now and on YouTube also. Just look for compassion and you can find it there too i wonder just um, for that one track yeah where where are the proceeds going surely to something worldly ah yeah that's earthly sorry i i i should know better not no follow-up questions no donna and steve they go no follow-up questions please don uh (laughs) compassion dalai lama let's see here lex we're both the dalai lama Album. Let's put in. Uh, it might be something proceeds. very obvious, like the Tibetan people. You um, know, fund. Eh, it doesn't really. Oh well, there's Rolling Stone. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really say where it goes. Uh, blah 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 blah. No, yeah, I don't okay. see where. But yeah. Oh wait, nope, 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 you found nope. It? Good. I found it, Lex. Okay, what what you find? I also it? find the track list, Lex. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're oh, running okay. up against the clock. Uh, it will go to. Uh, the Mind and Life Institute, as well as a social, emotional, and ethical learning and international educational program oh. the Dalai Lama developed at Emory University. Nice! There we go. I don't know. We can't follow the Dalai Lama, thank goodness. We have to take a break. We'll yeah. be back right after this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment, everything. There's a bat loose in your house. Catch him, Derry. Derry, catch him. Oh, did you get him? No, he's there. He's making a mockery out of you, boy. That's right. I'm Jace with Lex, <laughs> Don, and Kenny. Still one of my favorite drops ever. It's just uh-huh. so good. So very good. Catch him, Derry. Bigger towel. That's it. Catch him now. Quick. Catch him. God, Derry. Oh. <laughs> There's so much going on in that video, so too. The dog much. and the mom. Hiding and... behind the 
yeah. the door. You're not the bigger any towel. Help there. Yeah. You're not. You're not. The dog's peeing. The dog. That's one of my favorite. The dog's <laughs> yeah, peeing. That's right. The dog's peeing. And the dogs after peeing. That's right. <laughs> Maureen, you're no help behind the door. Maureen, <laughs> <laughs> she's scared. Damn, Maureen. Maureen, help, I, Maureen. I would be Maureen. Yeah, I actually would too. Yeah. Again, it reminds me of my favorite story from my friend Nun, whose real name is Lynn Blankenship, but. Her name is Nun because she was a nun for many years until she escaped the convent in the middle of the night down a rope uh, made of sheets that she made. Um, (laughs) But uh, Nun woke up in the middle of the night uh, to use the facilities and a bat flew up from the toilet bowl. Um, Yeah. Oh, from the toilet. From the toilet. There was a baby bat hanging on the lip. Of the, the inner lip. Of the yeah. turlet. The, thank you, the inner, inner lip. Inner rim, yeah. Inner, inner rim. I don't like that place. No, I, I don't like that place either. <laughs> uh, and the bat was just hanging there and flew right up and uh, freaked her out. Can you imagine? You're half asleep. No. We've all been there. You know, you, you go tinkling in the middle of the night. You're half asleep. You don't, don't even turn on the lights. I was going to say, you, sometimes you don't even turn the lights on. And you're sitting there and a creature flies up between your legs. <laughs> no way. I, I think I'd pass out. I think I'd I did. Go, I, ah, just fall over I on would the just ground, fall over, curled yeah. up with my pants down. <laughs> and, <laughs> did that thing come from my underpants? <laughs> <laughs> what did I have Is for that dinner? Been there the whole time. <laughs> like, I knew I had to go, but wow! But darn, it has wings. Um, now there's no good transition, but I promise this to you. Now when we uh, Lex brought us the story of the new uh, the new single from the Dalai Lama. And ladies and gentlemen, that's a f- statement I never thought I would say on the radio. Uh, the new single from the Dalai Lama. <laughs> oh, but yeah. uh, the, here's the whole album, Lex. Here's the track list for you. Uh, this is the, the, the album is called Inner World. And the track lists are The Buddha. Track two, One of My Favorite Prayers. Number three, The One We Heard, Compassion. Mm-hmm. Number f- four, Courage. Number five, Amala. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Number six, healing. Number seven, wisdom. Number eight, purification. Number eight, protection. Number nine, or number nine, protection. Number 10, children. And number 11, humanity. There we go. There's a track list. Wow. Rolling Stone actually wrote all about it, Lex. They did a big old write-up about it. So it's a big they deal. They liked it, huh? Yeah, they did. They, yeah. they really like compassion. So, 634 uh, is a time for music to TV. Woo! There's a couple big headlines from the world of TV, which Lex and I were texting yesterday. It was dry as a bone, girl. I mean, Hollywood isn't doing anything except firing people. Um, yeah. Dawn, wh- mm-hmm. what, there's a show that's being canceled, speaking of firing. Yeah, so Cops, it premiered Mm. on Fox in 1989 and aired for 25 seasons. Then it went to Spike TV, which is rebranded as Paramount Network in 2018. Uh, So they've been doing it for six years. Um, Well, Cops has come to an end. It was pulled last week after the in the aftermath of George Floyd's death. The series will not be coming back. Uh, A statement from a spokesperson from Paramount said, Cops is not on the Paramount network, and we don't have any current or future plans for it to return. Um, And we'll see what happens. Um, There's another show out there, which, by the way, is filmed in Springfield, Missouri, my hometown, Live PD. That's... That's filmed in Springfield? Mm, Yeah, it's filmed in, I think, two or three cities in one of them is Springfield. A few different locations, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's it's wildly popular. It is those those police officers are basically famous in Springfield. 
now. They're like celebrities. And it, and it is what the title suggests. You just. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's I live, mean, it's like yeah. cops, basically. But in. But it's just live. in Springfield, yeah. It, it's um, live, and it's they, they have hosts in a, a central location, mm-hmm. expert hosts that throw it from uh, location to location and talk about the law and what's going on and, and kind of keep us all backgrounded. I, I shouldn't say all. I, I don't really watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for some reason, I know a lot about it. I, yeah. I, I can't tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they pulled that last week, um, and the network is still evaluating. That's on A&E. They're evaluating the right time to bring it back, although a return this weekend appears unlikely at the moment. Yeah, it's not so, coming back. Um, yeah. I, no. No, no. I, I don't feel like it's it's right to bring it back right now. Well, and it's run for 20-some years, almost 30 now if you count the, its run on Paramount Network. It's mm-hmm. okay. Come on. It's, it's 33 seasons. 33 seasons. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We're, we're done. Well, I've, but then again, I've never watched it. I, I never, I, that wasn't my genre. Lex, did you ever watch yeah. it? No, I didn't. Yeah. I just knew that, you know, what you gonna you do? What, what you gonna, gonna do when, when they come, come for you? you? You know, I yeah. mean, even that alone, it's like, wow, that's kind of an aggressive <laughs> yeah. song, song when you think about it. But yeah, um, but I, I actually, I've never, I, I, it's not my cup of tea. No, no, not my. Well, there's another spinoff of Cops that I enjoyed more called Jail. And oh. it was just focused what? on after they brought them into jail and what happens when they book criminals in jail. But it's none of it's appropriate right now. Again, I want to be in the meeting uh, when they come up with the names for these shows. Uh, <laughs> could they put a little more effort into it? Let's just call it jail. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just, we're what's gonna, that about? What's it's, that about, yeah. Lex? Jail. It's, it's <laughs> really a lot of footage of people in the drunk tank and what they do and say. Yeah, we Most don't need of to it. see that. Yeah. It seems my favorite uh, police show has always been and will for forevermore be Reno 911. Sure. Yes. Oh yeah, that's that's funny. <laughs> that's coming back. Awesome. Kenny. Uh, I I sure hope so. It has a Wendy McClevin Covey. Covey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, who's a <laughs> Nisi Nash. Fan- Fantastic actress, yeah, niece, 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 Nash. Oh my God, she's so funny. Yeah, it I've is, always loved that show. It is back right now. I interviewed um, uh, one of the stars. It's on Quibi now, uh, mm-hmm. so about ten minute episodes. Right. And oh, uh, really? Yeah, brand new season. Oh, uh, I'm glad you brought it. One of them is from Minneapolis. Yes, I, I think the black oh. dude, uh, the the cop, of, is from Minneapolis, if I remember right. Yes, you are very correct. Who went to school? Who went to college and worked with uh, our very own Aaron Schwaberini and uh, Melissa Peterman. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cedric. Yeah. Cedric Yarborough. Uh, And and, and he said that he was so great. Cedric goes, I said, uh, Cedric, you know, the, the temptation is to call you Cedric. I said, where did the Cedric come from? He goes, my mom wanted me to be fancy. <laughs> uh, he was a great dude. But yeah, he um, he went to college, I believe college with Aaron Schwab and uh, and worked with Minnesota's Melissa Peterman uh, from Reba and Fargo and young Sheldon. But uh, glorious guy. And, uh, yeah, he's in the new season of Reno 911 on Quibi. Lex, you said you, you were glad that I mentioned Quibi? Yeah, because are you guys still watching Quibi? Yeah. I'm not. I'm oh, not. you're not? I, no. Lex, I'm with you. I'm I haven't, and I was all about it. I haven't yeah. for a while. Why? I don't know. You are, Don? Yeah. It's a great bathroom um, show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, bathroom, I, it, you know. Well, how long are you in the bathroom? But, no, well, that's, that's I mean, personal. That's yeah, personal. yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just half a show, but then the next time I'm in the bathroom, 
Yeah. It's great. I get it. Yeah, Lex, I'm with you, though. I haven't watched it for a while. Yeah. I, and I and I like it. I still like the concept. But again, I think it's suffering from the fact that they launched this. Uh, they launched it just as we stopped waiting in line for things. <laughs> yeah, you're so right, because that was their whole... That's the premise. Premise, like if you're waiting in line for something, watch a show. Yeah, if Lex mm-hmm. is in line at Target, you know, getting your... Uh, I don't know, like your your pineapple Pepsi. Yeah, uh, you turn on My the super Quibi. heavy tampons. Yep, that's right. I was well. See, it would be inappropriate for me to say that, but sure. Since you said it, if you're in line <laughs> waiting for your super heavy tampons, uh, I'm just making you guys uncomfortable. For, that's great. Ready I ready for that? No, I am. I think it's hysterical. She's now picturing giant brontosaurus like <laughs> tampons. Oh, yeah. there's some big okay. ones out there. Oh yeah. Okay. That's All right. Tip over Fred's car. Yes. There's a there's one called Barkitecture that I like. Thank you, Kenny. Yes. Barkitecture. Barkitecture. Texture that's yeah. a tampon? No. Oh my god. Oh, is that making Quibi? Dog oh. off. Yeah. <laughs> is that making dog houses? It is. It's fancy dog houses and Joe McHale hosts it. It's really cute. Uh, and then Murder House Flip, I like that. Oh, I do like Murder House Flip, yes. Yeah, there's, there's, they keep adding stuff. There's so much on there. You guys need to get back on there because I don't want it to fail. I don't either. I'll get back. I, I was watching Murder House Flip. Lex, you should check that one out. You might like that. Okay, yeah. I will. I will. I will try again. Yeah, and I, I still love your pasta show, Dawn. That one was good, but I watched oh all God. of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, there's a documentary that we need to watch, and it's called. His name is Evan Funk, and I believe it's called Funk on Netflix. It's a two-hour documentary about him. Really? Mm-hmm. That's on my list of things to watch. Okay, Funk, <laughs> as so. in Alicious. Yeah. Okay, Funk Alicious. F-U-N-K-E. There we go. Six uh, six forty two, darling friends. My talk celebrates Pride this month. This year's Ashley Rooks Pride Parade is going virtual on Sunday, June twenty eighth. My talk has created a new proud My Talker T shirt that you can wear while you watch. They're on sale right now. Order by June seventeenth and get your shirt in time for the parade. All proceeds, by the way, from shirt sales go to Twin Cities Pride. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back right after this. Whenever you cold. Hey, we're back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything Jenny from Chicago. Hello, buddy. Hello, buddy. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kitty. <clears throat> June 10th. Thank you so much for listening to us. Get another cup of OJ, pulp or no pulp. Get a bagel, butter it up. <laughs> Sit back yeah. and relax. Yeah. I watched. Um, the new episodes of Queer Eye on Netflix a couple nights ago. And I'll tell you another thing that we're binging coming up in the seven. Uh, we made a little discovery yesterday um, uh, that we've been watching uh, that we binged a few. I'll, I'll give you that in the seven. But the, I believe this is season four or five of Queer Eye. Now they're in Philadelphia. It, I think every other season they go to a different city. Um, and this time they are in Philadelphia and have set up shop there. Um, the format is basically the same. It hasn't really uh, changed much. Um, you know, they're in a new loft. Um, obviously, new participants. Fascinating participants uh, so far this season. Uh, one uh, was a, a leader of a church who was struggling. This was the premiere episode um, for, for this new season. He was really struggling um, with his own homosexuality and um, and his place in the church, 
And uh, the church itself was, you know, kind of um, a smaller, a smaller congregation and struggling just a little bit. But it was a very open church. And so not only was it trans, this episode was transformative for him, um, but also for the church. They did a really good job uh, revitalizing it appearance wise and freshening it up. And and it was just beautiful. And oh, so they made over the. The church, not his house. Both, uh, because he oh. lives in the church. So uh. um, I can't think of I, uh, my my apologies, but the the residential um, area where he lives uh, by the church. I can't think of the term for it, but it was a little run down, and there were places where pipes were exposed. And there was mold. So the guys were like, you can't live here. I'm sorry. You, you, this is yeah. unsafe for you to be breathing this air. So the, the boys started searching in the church for a new area for him to live temporarily until um, they have enough money to renovate the, the quarters, the official living quarters. The parsonage? Thank you. And uh, so they found this beautiful kind of attic area where the center of it is this beautiful, beautiful stained glass window. And they redid that area and basically made it his living space and a temporary one. But it was absolutely stunning. And it was fun to see him, you know, kind of come out literally, Um, you know, as a gay pastor, he he struggled uh, with his with his true self um, and really kind of let himself go and didn't concentrate on his own well-being, um, his appearance. Well, they, you know, that's what they do. Yep. And um, the confidence that he had at the end of the episode, it was so great to see. And, you know, they made a joke, but it's so true. Um, the boy said, girl, you're young in gay years because you just came out. <laughs> so he goes, they said, you know, you, you're young. Um, so I, I just really hope this leads to uh, just a great stretch of personal happiness for him because he, the community, it's obvious, the congregation loves him and uh, just adores him. And when they started the episode, there was about um, 30 members and I said to Colin, now that this has aired, and I believe, yeah, this was, like I said, in Philadelphia, once this airs, that congregation is, I, I said to Colin, I said, I hope they have more pews because mm-hmm. <laughs> they are going to need them. They're huh? going to need it because this is such, it was such a welcoming church. Um, really, it's a beautiful little structure. And uh, it was great to see. So that one, that's the season one premiere or season five, episode one called Preaching Out Loud. What did Anthony make for the congregation food wise? A cheese plate. No, I know. I, I, Lex is, Lex knows that he's, he's still not my favorite Lex. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. A Minnesota sushi. What do they call it? Uh, With the pickle and the cream cheese and a ham rolled around it. Oh, right. Um, No, uh, I'm just wondering because, you know, he he has been getting a lot of uh, scrutiny for, you know, the stuff that he makes, you know, like mac and cheese and stuff. But I'm wondering if he's stepped his game up this season. No. Oh, no. Okay. No. No. And he's actually driving me even more crazy. And How? I, even more than usual. And I don't know what it is. Um, uh-huh. He is now. Well, he has always been my least favorite. The others have shuffled. I have now moved 
it's kind of like housewives. You know, every season I like a different one better or, you know, I, or I, I dislike one more. Yeah. I have now, the, the deck has shuffled a little bit. Um, ah. Just a little bit. Um, I, I, again, I still do not. Antony's at the bottom, bottom, bottom of the list. Uh, 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 Bobby's still my favorite. And right after it, uh, um, um, oh, God, uh, Karamo is number two now. Oh, really? Yeah, and I wasn't I wasn't a fan before. Yeah. I, I mean, I was just, I, I just, I don't know. He wasn't, they didn't give him a lot to do in the early seasons. Yeah. Um, right, Lex? They really didn't. Yep. And Oh, because his expertise is a little bit harder to define. To define, yes. he's like the culture expert. You know, when everyone else is like, Interior design, food, yes, fashion, you know, it's kind of, or, or grooming, you know, or hairstyling, uh, more obvious. But, yeah. So they're using him in a better Th- capacity. They are. They're, they're really utilized. And you know what, Lex? It was actually out of Queer Eye where I became a, became a bigger fan of him and um, uh, Tan, actually. Both of them, I, I grew my fandom. Karamo was doing an interview, and I saw what a great father he is. I saw an interview with his, I, I believe he has two boys, and I, it just endeared me to him. Um, he's just a cool dude. And the same with Tan, not a father, but uh, just outside being interviewed when you can learn a little bit more about them as people, yeah. um, I became a much bigger fans. Well, Tan just became a U.S. citizen, too. Yes. He was born in, what, yesterday or the I, day before? Something like that, yeah, a couple days. So, But, but yeah, but the, overall, this season has been really good. This The episode that I just watched uh, is called Father of the Bride and a Divorced Dad. Um, is getting ready, uh, his daughter, you know, he's getting ready to have empty nest and, uh, he's divorced, but he's best friends with his wife, which when you watch the episode, it's happy, but it's a little weird. I have to admit because they, they, he goes out with his ex-wife and the ex-wife's new boyfriend, like they hang out on the regular and it's great to see, but it's also a little weird. But anyway, um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, he doesn't take care of himself either. And he had some missing teeth, which really prevented him from having any confidence. And he wanted to feel better by the time the wedding rolled around. And they take him in. They get him uh, dentures, uh, partial dentures, which I cried during that because that was just so moving. And they they transform him. Yeah, that one's called Father of the Bride. And that's episode three. Um, So bottom line, if you see it in your queue for Netflix, um, maybe you haven't watched it in a few seasons. This season, season five of Queer Eye, really good so far. Especially, like I said, episodes one and three. Awesome. 6.55. We're going to take a very small break. But before we do, a reminder. Follow us on social media. Lex in the Cities. Dawn at Dark. Jason Matheson. And if you know what's good for you, do not follow Kenny. Uh, when we return, the little thing that I've been watching, I said that we discovered. Plus, would you rather? And more after this.